And happy Halloween. You've entered into the Paracosmos where anything is possible and everything is probable. I'm Lacey and I'm filled with spooky time merriment. And I'm Leah and I'm killing the environment one painted pumpkin at a time. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Dear lord. Ugh. Painted pumpkins. Good. Good god. Who started that? (laughs) I need to know who started that. I don't know. I just, I did it last year for the first time ever with my, uh, he would have been two at that point. But I was like, carving pumpkins is so much effort. Let's just paint it. And so we did this year too. There is a lot of effort that goes into carving a pumpkin. You know, and I hadn't done it. I carved one last year and I hadn't done it in years. Um, Because I used to just buy them and set them out, you know, not carve them up when i was by myself but i was like damn this is upper body strength this is a workout to (laughs) gut this damn pumpkin yeah you gotta gut it and like it's crazy how much you actually have to do to like carve a pumpkin i remember Um, when i was like carving it to that that reba song um single mom who works three jobs (laughs) i was like playing in my head as i'm carving this who loves her kids and never stops oh my gosh i'm not a single mom either (laughs) i know you're not at all you're definitely you're the opposite of that (sighs) but anytime i do anything that's slightly inconveniencing or strenuous that's the only thing i can think of (laughs) i mean it's the perfect song for that honestly have to take I'm the like, track do the, do the dishes. <laughs> yeah, do the dishes. I'm a survivor. <laughs> Doesn't matter that Zach is sitting right there feeding the dog or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that does, that's out of the picture. That's not in the camera view. Today's episode is going to be about um, horror in general. We wanted to do an episode. <laughs> this is our last spooky episode for a little bit um i mean who knows maybe we'll we'll talk about something else spooky in the future but as i say we'll probably do something yeah yeah, as far as our theme for this month um this is the last one for this month obviously because it is the last day so i think we're gonna talk about horror in general we're gonna talk about like movies and comics and just things that kind of influenced us growing up uh to get to the interesting humans we are today Yes, I don't know if that makes us interesting or just like everybody else, but I was being nice by saying interesting. (laughs) (laughs) I was Uh, trying to think of a nice word. I don't know. Personally, I think I'm a pretty boring person. Uh, okay, green hair. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) okay. Aside from that, Mephisto. Aside from that, yeah, totally boring. No, no, you can't just keep (laughs) besides all that to your interesting things you can't that's oh like besides all the interesting things i'm not interesting well duh that's, that's just my outside appearance though that's not like my personality i guess oh uh, fuck maybe i don't know at this point the green hair probably is my personality i'm not trying to fight in front of our kids oh, okay okay because i'll do it sorry children <laughs> sorry mom, sorry mom and dad won't fight we won't fight today not in front of you at least we'll do it behind closed doors <laughs> Like all self-respecting parents. <laughs> um. Okay. So, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna grill you first. Uh, oh shit. Okay. Your favorite genre of horror. 
Um, let's see. I definitely fall somewhere between uh, like psychological horror and uh, supernatural. Ooh, okay, okay. I don't, so I don't, then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's your favorite movie like out of that? Uh, the Scream franchise is definitely uh, one of my absolute favorite things I've ever seen. And that's, that's almost somewhere between psychological and I guess it almost hits at slasher. Though. Yeah, I'll say it's it's definitely the slasher category. Yeah, and then but, like it has psychological stuff in it yeah. because of how manipulative and like crazy he is. But yeah, everything always rounds back around to Sydney, and uh, I think it's really funny that they keep coming up with different ways to keep that story plot going after all these years. Yeah, after they died. <laughs> uh. And then for Supernatural, I don't think I necessarily have, like, a favorite, favorite Supernatural horror movie. Because I just kind of watch all of them. Um, so what about you? What's your favorite favorite genre of horror? Uh, anyone who knows me knows it's slasher. All day, every day. <laughs> slasher, slasher, slasher. Um, and my favorite... I don't want to say favorite movie. I have to say favorite, like, franchise is Friday the 13th. Um, okay yeah i like growing up because i saw that movie when i was way too young like i i was like a like i was not even i think seven yet um i was little i was little when i saw that movie for the first time and it wasn't the first one it was like i think the fourth one it was when jason's actually the killer um but I, it was one of the movies where they explained his backstory, like how he drowned and he was bullied and all this stuff. And I was just like, wow, that's really sad. I feel the same. I am bullied too. And then I like, <laughs> I like connected with Jason. I was like, what? He had a horrible past. This is terrible. Like, why did no one treat him nice? Like, so as a child, I like sympathized with the killer. <laughs> it was awful. It's the opposite of what you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> But they told me a sad story, and so I did. Um, so Friday the 13th always had a special place in my heart. Um, I love the story. I love... I always joke that Jason is, like, the perfect example of, like, a lawful evil character. He, like, has rules that he sticks to, but, like, he's evil. Obviously, <laughs> evil. So, it's... Yeah. it's That's definitely my favorite for so many reasons and nostalgia yeah all right well then uh so what's the scariest movie that you've seen that you're like oh god i don't know if i can stomach this again oh gosh see it's never like the jump scares or anything like that it's always the ones that mess with you mentally that i'm always ah. like i don't think i could watch that again psychological you know? horror yeah yeah so psychological horrors is where it's hard for me because i'm always like man i don't feel nice anymore <laughs> i feel <laughs> i feel sad or i just feel like messed up um i would say one that uh recently got me uh af after watching it again i don't know if maybe i've just grown more sensitive in my age um <sighs> But, you know, usually you do the opposite. You grow not sensitive. Uh, but I guess yeah, I... Start I'm, to start to lose interest. Oh, well, I'm just doing everything backwards. You know, here we are. <laughs> um, I watched American Psycho again with Ashton. And it was... 
it was a lot to take Hard in. to take like, in, yeah. How psychotic he is. Because it's very, that movie is very real. Because it's just a normal guy who is a psycho committing murders. Like, against, uh... Just everybody. Just, yeah, people he can easily just manipulate and take advantage of. So, watching... It's such a great movie. Don't get me wrong. It, you know, the fact that it points out that, you know, pretty much if you're white and rich, you can get away with anything is literally what that movie is pointing out, which is fantastic. Like, a great use of story and everything. I, I love that movie. Um, it's just hard to stomach now because of how real real it is. Yeah, I'll have to go back and watch it again. It's been a couple of years since I've seen it. Um, honestly, I think since I was a teenager. Yeah, like, I, I it's probably it been like, over 10 years. Yeah, I watched it a long time ago. I recently watched it and I was like, oh my god, I did not process this. Like I, I do remember being unsettled the first time I watched it because it's not... It's definitely a horror movie, but it's not a traditional sense of one. Like, there's no jump scare. There's no, like, distinct thing that clicks throughout the, the story that tells you, like, what's going to happen next. It just kind of happens. Yeah, it's very just go, 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 and, a little like, aggressive. It's definitely aggressive. Yeah. Um, but... So I still like even though that movie messes me up and I I can't really watch it very well. I still love that movie, but yeah, that that movie is actually very scary um, when you sit down and think about it. And then uh, in relation to that, the new Invisible Man movie that came out, oh yeah, in a more, in a more new sense, uh, that was really creepy. But it's it's once again it relates back to like because they used real life horror, they used abusive boyfriend horror. So that that's what actually scare like the real life horror is what scares me. I can I think I can watch a slasher and be fine, like a paranormal slasher, like Jason, because that's not real. That's never gonna yeah. happen. Like I am comforted in the fact that this is very fake and fantasy. So I'm okay watching these, and they're fun to watch. They're campy. Um, <laughs> oh, can oh you know how early you. we're recording this? Um, uh, so they're like I can I can just enjoy them, but like th those ones that bring in the real life horror aspects, like that can happen in real life. It's like oh, I'm actually scared. This is not oh, my stomach's in knots. Oh, <laughs> this this. This is no longer fun. Like it's good, but it's not fun. Right? Just it just makes your tummy hurt. What like, about this you? Could happen. Yeah. What scares oh. you? Okay. So, um, I thought while we're talking about the new Invisible Man movie, I did think that that movie was done exceptionally well. Very um, well. Yes. Compared to some of the older ones, like the the '90s Kevin Bacon. I think that was like '99 or something like that. Uh. Which is distinctly one of the first um, of that genre that I could remember really watching for like a psychological paranormal thing. But he like legitimately just turned invisible in that movie uh, and killed everybody where this one he had a suit. Like, it was technology. There was nothing paranormal going on. And he just was terrorizing to terrorize. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I definitely remember being freaked out watching that too. Just like just like you said. Uh, but I mean, one that I can't really watch again is, uh, of all things, 
the Ethan Hawke Sinister movie. Oh, is that the one with like the family? Yeah, the family. They find the tapes or yes, whatever in the okay. attic. And yeah. When they watch them, the the demon comes, or I think it's a demon, and kills every like possesses the child. Yeah. Convinces the child to kill their whole family in some very in a gruesome, gruesome way. way. Yeah. yeah. And then records it. They leave that behind for the next family to find, and as soon as they watch it, the same thing happens again. And uh, I don't know. I've only ever watched that once. Um, it took me a lot of effort to get through it the first time. There was just something about the way that story was told that sat very uncomfortably with me. Um, anytime it's on television or whatever, I will turn my TV off. I just I don't want to watch it. Yeah, that I out. totally forgot about that movie. But yeah, that movie is very um, gruesome in the way I, that everything happens. Oh, yeah. Like the kills in it are very, very violent. Um, just the Ethan Hawke is, is an author who's trying to like write a new book. So he moves into this fucking murder house and then his whole family gets murdered at the end of it. Uh never watched the sequel to it either i think there's two more that came after the first one um uh i watched the first sequel like the the second one and it wasn't that great i i figured it wouldn't be after they had like such a good thing with the first movie that was unexpectedly because like it was good it was just it bothered the hell out of me so i can't watch it again so i don't want to watch the second one uh ever that's one series that i'll just abandon and then uh aside from that uh, Stephen King's It really, really scared the shit out of me. Yeah, when I the was a kid. Are you, I was about to say, you must be talking about the original then. Oh, yeah, the original. The new one I thought was creepy and campy, but I didn't think it was, like, scary. No, the new one didn't scare me. It had, like, a uh, scary stories to tell in the dark kind of feel to it. The new one did. Yeah. Um, for the old one, it just scared. I never finished it. I didn't finish that... Uh, I guess technically it's two movies or like a mini series. I think it was broken into like four parts of, of a mini TV program when it came out. But it took me until I was an adult to actually sit down and watch the rest of it. Um, and I watched it not long before the, the remake came out with Zach. He wanted to watch uh, the full thing over before we went and saw the new one. And that was the first time I'd ever sat down and like finished it. It just scared the shit out of me. I don't like clowns. Yeah, I, Aaliyah, we have something else in common in that, uh, Steve, let me make sure that that was Stephen. I'm, oh, I'm so positive that what I'm about to say was Stephen King, but, you know, I just want to make sure because I'm not trying to get red. <laughs> that man is it on was. a cocaine okay. field trip to hell. I'm not wrong. Okay, I'm not wrong. What? Um, Okay. So we have something in common in the sense that uh, Stephen King uh, ruined both our childhoods. Oh, yeah? Yes. Okay. I didn't even think about, like, what movie scared you as a child. But, like, when I was little, I specifically remember watching The Langoliers with my dad. Which, once what? again, I was way too young. Dad, what the heck? <laughs> Right? <laughs> love you but what the heck um the langoliers it's so cheesy now i can watch it now and i'm fine it's whatever but like as a kid that was so traumatizing like these little monsters 
like if you're <laughs> bad or something come after you and the whole time they're like in this other dimension like trying to process that as a child like other dimensions first <laughs> off was like enough and then to bring these monsters in that were just literally eating the like the matter just everything oh god um <laughs> and they barely like fuel up the plane in time and get out and then like you watch someone get eaten by them and i'm just like this is too this is too much <laughs> and also like one of the people was a total like jerk to like the blind girl so it was like real horror too and i was like i was like i could never go on a plane i can't do it like <laughs> there's too much happening too much yeah like life. my my fear of planes like like between literally but it's literally between the movie the langoliers and then um 9-11 happening like the combination of those so close together i was like i'll never get on a plane again never <laughs> never ever i can't i never want to be in a situation where the langoliers <laughs> come after me what was that movie that took place it was supposed to be almost like between a found footage movie and then just like a, a movie movie uh quarantine maybe quarantine two or something like that that took place in an airport where, like the people turn into like something like a monster zombie thing or something like that i've never heard of that because i know quarantine at least i never watched it right i think i think i this i don't know i could be making this up in my head to come combining a bunch of different movies together but it was like the first one took place in an apartment building that was roped off and quarantined by the cdc because of some outbreak uh, where it turned people into, like, zombies, but they were, like, the quick, like, 28 days later type of zombies. Um, and then I thought the second one took place, like, in an airport, maybe. So, like, anytime I'm in an airport, I think about that movie of, like, well, that and, like, Die Hard 2. Like, what would you do if something happened in an airport, you know? Uh, the Die Hard series is one of my favorite series of movies. It's not a horror movie, but... Um, so I think about that a lot. Too. I was looking up airplane horror <laughs> movies, and the first thing that popped up was the Langoliers. So I'm just happy that the general public agrees that it is like <laughs> horrible and terrifying. <laughs> they they're looking out. They know. They're like, yes, we agree. Um, yeah, I couldn't find it, but I mean, I would watch it. I see. That's right. the thing. I'll watch like any horror movie the first time. Yeah, I try to like if a, if a new one comes out, I'll probably watch it. I don't always go to theaters to see them unless it's something like no good looking, you know. Like when Scream uh, Five comes out in January, yeah, you know where I'll be. But I mean, aside from that, I normally wait and watch them at home. That way, if I get scared, I can just leave. <laughs> I could just I could just peace out, and it did not cost me to peace out. <laughs> and then, like my comfort movie that I'll put on like after is like Scream One. <laughs> That's because I think the reason why some horror movies become comfort movies is because once you've watched it once, you know what's going to happen. So it's no longer a surprise or, you know, like you, you, you're you not prepared. Like you're fully prepared. You know what's going to happen. And it's when you can expect what's going to happen. There's a lot of comfort in that. Yeah. And I think that Scream is, is that series for me because you know who the killer is going to be. Like you can kind of piece it together throughout the movie. Uh, and it's not something like ominous or supernatural like it's it's fucking billy and stew you know <laughs> oh i love that it was both of them and that made i did love that that made the opening scene of like getting the girl's body in the tree make a lot more sense because yeah. i was like one person doing that that fast how and oh, I know. like one of 
I we had watched that movie again, I think last year or the year before. Um and it was one of my friends' first time seeing it. And that was literally her first question is, how did they get him in the tree that fast? And I didn't say anything because I, I didn't want to say, oh, there's two killers. Like, so I just had to wait. I was like, I don't know. I don't know, man. Well, so I, I don't necessarily know if that's true, though, because at one point in the movie, Billy says to Sydney, I couldn't have killed Casey because I was with you last night. Uh, and that's why oh there was two God, killers. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah, that's oh why there God, was two he killers. Did get her in the tree Possible by himself. deniability. Yeah. So Sue. Uh, uh, well, Matthew Elder's tall. He could. He could probably do it. But that's some quick. That's some quick work. But it is possible that Billy was there at the beginning of it and then left before they had her in the tree and stuff. You know. Ah, whatever. That, that is possible. We're not trying to logic scream right now. <laughs> and I and I found the movie. I found the movie. It is called Quarantine Two. <laughs> Terminal. Oh, <laughs> Terminal. Oh my god! I would uh, of all the places to be quarantined, I would hate to be quarantined in an airport. Right, you just die. <laughs> yeah, I would be like, well, this is it. Like, I give up. This is the end. I'm not trying. Nope, just done. Just done. <laughs> Um, I wish I could remember, like, how they come under quarantine. I just remember that it was in a plane in an airport, and I was like, ooh, I don't like that. So then, do you enjoy being scared? Um, I mean, I would suppose that I have to if I keep watching these movies. You know, That's like, logical, yeah. I just want to feel something. <laughs> just want to feel something? I was having this discussion with somebody the other day about how the only movies I would watch when I was a kid or um like crime thrillers about like serial killers and horror movies uh literally would not watch comedy movies i still there's only a handful that i will watch um and i think it was my deep seated notion to like understand how people work or something uh <laughs> on why i liked like crime thrillers and and scary movies and stuff I don't oh, know. yeah, especially when they sit down and they explain, like, why the killer probably did what they did. I find that yeah. I find that stuff fascinating. Oh, yeah. I thought it was super, super interesting when I was a kid to, like, hear the reasoning behind, like, Billy and Stu going on a murderous rampage for some reason, even though it didn't really make a whole lot of sense. But it never does. Like that, you know, like, it, it, it made sense like... to them, but not to anybody else. Exactly. Like, and I think I think that's just I think that's true of even real life killers yeah. like it makes sense to you yeah sure you're the one experiencing it but man does your lot there's a lot of flaw in your logic when we really sit down and <laughs> analyze it but i also watched never... a lot of really sad movies when i was a kid like the sadder the movie the more i would watch it and stuff so like maybe i was just trying to like understand human emotion maybe you just wanted and to mimic it yourself. i don't know yeah maybe probably i remember i watched uh the first time i watched nightmare on elm street I think I was nine or ten, and uh, so too not young. too young. Not well, not not as young as I could. Too young. Been. Uh, That's true. You could have been younger. This is a fact. Yeah, because I was just been slightly... me watching Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> I was slightly younger than that when I watched it. Only I think by like maybe a year or two, and then Friday the Thirteenth I did watch when I was very young. Um, but Scream was like the first movie that I watched that you know. Like, that I cognitively understood was a horror movie that I was watching when I was, like, seven or eight. And I fucking loved it. Um, I don't know. I, I also watched Scary Movie, though, around that point, the first one. And it scared the ever-loving hell out of me. So. 
The comedy one? <laughs> yes. Oh my god. The one with the skeleton that like the girl beats up. Oh my god. Oh, I'm thinking of the second one. I'm thinking of um oh, yeah. Scary movie too. Ooh, my bad, is that my with bad. The strong hand or whatever. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's my bad. At the point that came out, I knew that it was like a like a joke movie, you know? And after I watched it and watched Scream the first time, I knew it was a joke movie, but like I don't know. I was little. It scared me. There's a lot going on in that. Somebody got their head cut off, I think. I don't really remember, but. <laughs> so do you have any other, like, childhood horror influences? I mean, as campy as it is, I was a big fan of I Know What You Did Last Summer. Oh, man. Campy. Yeah, like, loved all that stuff. And then I the, I think the very, very oldest and first horror movie that I recall is uh, The Night of the Living Dead. Oh, the oh, 1968 um, George A. Romero. And that made me want to go into doing makeup and special effects makeup and stuff. Uh, that probably kicked off a bunch of stuff, you know, because like I was little. My favorite musician was Rob Zombie. I was like six. Uh, so so what movies did you watch a lot as a kid or that influenced you? So definitely Friday the 13th because I was definitely too young. Um but then that kind of started my horror, like, that was part of what started my horror love. You know, obviously, like, little things like Nightmare Before Christmas, which obviously isn't horror, but you you start to tap into, like, oh, it's a living, talking skeleton and a doll and, you know. Yeah, the spooky side. Yeah, the spooky side. side of the kid genre. So, like, that that started to push me towards spooky stuff. And then I remember um, we had a cable package that had like a horror channel and it would let me play um uh tales from the crypt the show not the comic the show um i didn't know yeah. it was a comic as a kid until <laughs> i saw the show because in the intro they would have like the comic book open up i believe so like you knew it was from the comic book it was inspired by yeah. and like the episode that like stuck in my head um okay hold on i just had the title here where is it? Dang it. Oh, yeah. Something <laughs> to tide you over. And it took place at a beach. And it was like this. All I remember. This is it. This is all I remember as a kid. But I watched. This episode was on a lot for some reason. So I saw it a lot. Was like. This guy. Was like specific. Like was at the beach house with this uh, couple. And like buried them up to their heads in sand. And then when the tide was going to come in, they were going to drown. <laughs> And it was, like, the horror before that. Like, he was, like, taunting them before it was oh. going to happen. And, like, like we would see him. Yeah, the it dread, was the dread. Yeah. Um, so that stuck in my head a lot. I remember being, like, oh, my gosh. Like, that's crazy. But, like, as a kid not fully processing, like, oh, he's going to die. Because, um, once again, it was just, like, I don't know. Like, I knew it was fake, so it didn't freak me out too bad. But... I just, I love that it was so spooky and creepy. Um, <laughs> so definitely Tales from the Crypt had a big influence on me. And now I like to read the comics. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like I obviously like the younger and younger that I was getting older and stuff like Tales of the Crypt, Goosebumps was my favorite thing when I was a kid. Um, oh my God. Yeah, all the books. I had all like. The oh, I used to read those all the time. Did you have a favorite? A favorite? Goose I have book? a goose. Oh, the mask. Mask. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was scary. I. I love yeah. it. Uh, uh, the scarecrow walks at midnight. 
was. Ooh, okay. And the one with the gnomes. I can't remember what it was called, but the gnomes came alive at night and oh, like terrorized everybody. But the scarecrow one scared the ever-loving shit out of me. Uh, and I remember being in like second grade or some shit reading that and like being just terrified all the fucking time. Um, <clears throat> so Tales of the Crypts was like your big thing. Goosebumps was my big thing. I did, I wasn't watched it. Tales of the, Tales from the Crypt when I was a kid, but it wasn't like something that I turned on all the time, like I did with Goosebumps. I I equally loved Goosebumps. It's just Goosebumps. I like that was like one of the only books I would read. Yeah. <laughs> that was like how I read as a child. That was the way you got me to read. Yeah. You'd hand me like Narnia or whatever the Chronicles of Narnia, and I'd be like, "What is?" This? I literally I'm have never to... read Narnia. <laughs> I tried to and I couldn't. I can watch the movies, but man, I just could not get. Uh, oh. I, it has. I think it just has to be spooky for me to get kind into of, the yeah. book, or it has to be. Comic I, book. I read a lot of like fantasy books, Harry Potter, obviously. Um, then, like, I've read the Twilight books, whatever. Uh, all of the Anne Rice, the vampire books. Um, Frankenstein, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. I read that when I was a little kid. Ah, uh, yes. And Stroker's Dracula. I read that in ninth grade. Um, I don't remember how old I was when I read Frankenstein, but I read Bram Stoker's Dracula when I was in fourth grade, I think. Uh, so I was very, I've always been very, very big into horror and scary and, and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. There is some type of like psychological thing to it, you know, like the, like that whole like need to bond with people by watching scary movies with them and stuff. Um, I don't know what the hell it means when you're like, seven years old reading scary books but <laughs> wishing knows. someone else was there to experience it right wishing you had somebody to bond with i guess yeah honestly so sad accidentally bonding with the killer because they had a sad story <laughs> <laughs> like my I... mistake as a child <laughs> you know he's my friend he's going to murder you with a machete i always like had this thought that like <laughs> because I was a kid, he wouldn't hurt me. Which then later I came to find out was true. He doesn't hurt kids. <laughs> like, there's literally a whole movie. He doesn't hurt kids. So, aside from from Tales of the Crypt and stuff, uh, did, I mean, did, like, that ever bring up any fears of yours that carried over into being um, an adult? Uh, I, I don't think I had, like, I really wasn't scared as a kid. I was more just, like, fascinated i didn't really get like except for the langoliers that was the one that scared me and traumatized me forever i don't think i'll watch it honestly i don't want to ever watch that movie again well what else do we have to talk about at this point i mean i think that's everything we talked about fears and stuff like let's see uh we can close out by me asking you one iconic question okay all right so now one Leah's got the idea that she's going to trivia me. Good lord. I'm not going to get these right. All my all the horror fans in the chat are going to see how fake I am. Here we go. <laughs> okay, well here, I'll ask you a really really easy one and then I'll okay. ask you one that is not so easy. Okay. It'll be the end right. of our trivia for Halloween. Uh, okay. First is who was the serial killer in the iconic movie Friday the 13th? Wow. What are Original. you? Are you 
Are you Ghostface right now? <laughs> Are you on the phone with me? Are you outside my house? <laughs> Pamela Forties. She was the original killer until her son saw her get her head chopped off and then which they made a sequel because they realized they had entry to make a sequel for him to come back. <laughs> that was not originally planned, by the way. There was not going to be a sequel. That was going to be it. But oh. the person who funded the movie, like didn't like that like had like partially had the idea for jason popping out of the water at the end and then they were like oh we could bring jason back and then that was that was how jason came to be here we are 20 movies later just for real so many <laughs> so and many five movies. reboots <laughs> yeah like oh my god reboot was good Total. i liked the reboot I, I liked it i liked all of them really though in some way or another even even jason goes to space no, oh wait, no, listen. <laughs> Jason Goes to Hell is the worst one. That's the worst one. <laughs> I'll I think take ten, but nine? I, I think they're they're all good in their own way, mostly because they're all bad. Uh, yeah, the first, exactly. I think the first one was really the best one. I um, like the first and the fourth and the eighth. Those are like my top. <laughs> I really like I, when he goes to New York and he's just like knocking shit over and like Do you remember when he punched the guy's head off and it just like yes punched it it went flying clean across the city <laughs> absolutely uh, absolutely fantastic that's my good moment one. good kill okay so my next and final question of halloween i don't think you'll get this oh boy which iconic movie monster claims to be the most successful horror movie franchise in history which one claims that? Yes. Okay, so it's not which one actually is, it's which one claims it. <clears throat> oh my god. Monster? So, when you say monster, could it be a slasher? Like, is that what you, like, could it be a killer? Or do you mean monster like an actual monster? It's an, it's an actual monster. I and mean, I... technically, the highest grossing horror movie is Paranormal Activity. That is actually... A fact that the highest grossing horror movie franchise and in general is paranormal activity. So I want to say, I, yeah, it is. Yeah. I want to say that, but I don't think that's the answer. It's not the answer. <laughs> it's not the answer. Like, cause that's just the, the answer. That's just the truth. That's not what, who believes it. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Wait, say the question. Word it. Say it one more time. Okay. Which iconic movie monster claims to be the most successful horror movie franchise in history? So it's a movie monster, and it's a franchise. It means it has several movies. Like several okay. hundred thousand movies. <laughs> and it's a monster. Oh my god. It's a monster. I watch so many slashers that I can't think of monster. I'm a movie uh, monster person. Yes, I'm both. I'm just gonna say I don't even know if it's considered horror, but Godzilla. Fuck! That's it. That's it. Godzilla. I don't count that as a movie monster or a horror franchise. Maybe <laughs> I'm coming out of nowhere getting the gorgeous right. What up? I was like, it's definitely not the one that's factual, but um. No, that makes sense. It's been around for a very long time. Literally and it ever. is for 
for a long time <laughs> um, and has a ridiculous amount of movies, like a stupid amount of movies. There's so um, many movies. Yeah, that makes sense. Once, once I, once I had to listen to the question one more time and I had to lo- logic it. Yeah, Godzilla. Okay, okay. Well then, let me ask you one more. All right, one more. This is the final question. Okay. Yeah, this is the final one. I think you might get this one too. Uh, which horror movie was shot entirely on a video camera, like a documentary? Blair Witch Project. Blair Witch Project. Absolutely. That was the first. That movie scared me. That movie was terrifying. <laughs> it was the first of its kind. It was very new. It was very refreshing for the horror genre. Um, fantastic. Very well done. Yeah. Yes. When Blair I was Witch a kid, Project. I didn't know that that was a movie. I thought that was a legit I did thing too. that I was watching. Oh, my God. When I was a child, I was like, this is real. <laughs> I was like, this it's is still scary. scary. It is. Like, it's just well done. The fact that you don't see anything at the end, but you just, like, you see just enough. Oh, that's, that's, mm. Perfect. Yeah. I love it, that. It, I love that type of horror. Chef's kiss to the Blair Witch Project for staying yeah. true. The less you see, the better. That's always been true in horror. Like, the less you... If you're truly trying to scare people, then the less you show them, the better. The more you can leave up to their own mind, the better. Yeah, that's why That's why it's so scary. That movie is fantastic. Yeah. Don't watch it very often. Um, it's exceptionally well done. Yes, very, very well done. All right, well, I'm on three for three. Happy Halloween, everybody. Hell yeah, look at that. Holding true to horror is your favorite franchise. Yeah, I'm keeping keeping the horror horror queen title up. I'm keeping that now. That's mine now. No one else. Yeah, I totally wouldn't have got Godzilla. I would have said like like Frankenstein. Movie monster? Nah, not as many movies. Just not as. Like iconic, for sure iconic, but not just not, not, not a franchise. Yeah, not a franchise, and not as not as huge. And I don't know when I think monster, I always think like the big boys. <laughs> That's what I think. I don't, I don't I don't think of like Frankenstein or Dracula, even though they are monsters. Obviously, like they are, but like I always think of like the really big ones. Oh, I always think of like like Frankenstein and Dracula, the Wolfman. No, I think of like Godzilla and um, King Kong and all those things. Like <laughs> a big boy, That's not a, right? Like that is not at all. I wa- I I watched a lot of like the monsters and like um, famous monsters magazine and stuff like that. I was really big into that that side of horror movies for a long time. It t- see that's where I've gone to. It took me a while to get there, but I like those now. Yeah, that's that's where I started, and I ended up in like ghost face territory and like piranhas and it and stuff like that. I'd say the territory I'm kind of exploring is like creature from the Black Lagoon and stuff like that is what I'm currently oh, yeah. exploring. Which was back and I watch those all the time. Yeah, that was a good movie. I liked it. It was hmm. it was a little slower than what I'm used to because it's older, but I still liked it. It was very well hmm. done. Oh yeah, and also For sure. the thing that was older. That was very well done. Yeah. Anyway, I could get off a whole tangent about all these horror right. movies. Right. Like, and we can we just keep on going and going and going. Yeah, we will at some point. We'll do an episode like that. We're like, oh, yeah, and this movie and this movie. But uh, <laughs> for now, we both have Halloween festivities that we have to get to. Um, and we're sure you do, too. So we appreciate you taking your time with us on this spooky holiday. Or if you're listening to it after, um, welcome to November. December's going to come fast. 
cry a little hey, bit. Christmas. Yep, Christmas is coming. Just I think we'll just do know. a Christmas episode, but Oh yeah. Hey. We have we have an idea for that already. Oh, do we? Yeah. Oh, we do. Oh, you can see me twirling my French mustache right now. Uh, oh, because <laughs> oh, my heart rate just spiked up thinking about it. Uh, <laughs> on that note, have a fantastic Halloween. Yes, happy Halloween. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.